Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Our God is worthy of all the praise. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. 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 Jesus, we praise you, Father. We praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Blessing, glory, honor, power belongs to you, O Lord. We praise you, praise you, praise you. Our God reigns, our God reigns, our God reigns. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. Hallelujah. We lift our voice and we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, O King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you for bringing us into the first day of this Lord, Lord's day of this new month, the first day of this new month, O Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for giving us life, O God. We praise you. Thank you for giving us strength, O God. We praise you. Thank you for giving us, Lord, voices to praise you. Thank you for giving us hearts to praise you. Thank you for giving us minds to praise you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for bringing us into the house of the Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Just lift up your voices and worship Him. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Praise you for bringing us into this eighth month, O oh Lord. We praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you for bringing us into this eighth month, O oh Lord. We praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, we praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this eighth month, O oh God. We praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we know that you're going to do new things, O oh God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you, praise you, praise you. There's no one like you, Father. 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 Hallelujah. We are here to worship the living God. Hallelujah. We are here to worship the living God. Hallelujah. We are here to worship the living God. Hallelujah. We are here to see Jesus. Hallelujah. We are here to seek his face. Hallelujah. We are here because Jesus said that he'll be here. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your glory cover this place. 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 Oh, Father, we look up to you, Jesus. Oh, we look up to you, Jesus. Oh, as a dry ground, we look up to the sky. We look up to you, Lord, for a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. We need a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we need a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we need a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We need you in this month of August. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you more than ever before. We need you, Lord Jesus, in this month of August. Oh, tell the Lord, Lord, lead me, lead me, lead me, lead me, lead me, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Praise you. Lord, we thank you on this first day of this new month, oh Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we enter into this new month with thanksgiving to our most high God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, Lord. 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 We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Oh, we praise you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. We praise you. Your mercy endures forever. Your mercy endures forever. Your mercy endures forever. Your mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise 
praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you. Hallelujah. And we will enter you, Lord, fall presence with thanksgiving. Lord, into your courts with praise. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. There's no one like you. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you. Our God, praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. From one generation to the other, we shall sing forth your praises. We shall shout out your faith. We shall shout out to the nation. Yes, our God reigns. Hallelujah. He reigns. Shout out to this nation that our God raised, hallelujah. Our God raised, hallelujah. Ask for me in my household, we shall serve the Lord, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Our generation, our generation shall live to declare the works of the Lord, hallelujah. Our generation, oh, shall shout out the praise of our God, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yes. 
my refuge. He's my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. Hallelujah. He's mine. And I am His. Hallelujah. Jesus is mine. Hallelujah. Jesus is mine. How many of you can say Jesus is mine. Hallelujah. Jesus is mine. If we can give an inheritance to our children and pass it on to our generation, that would be Jesus. Hallelujah. That would be Jesus. Hallelujah. The treasure of all treasures. Hallelujah. The highest wealth that we can give to our generation is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We can say he is yours. You can give it to your generation. You should give it to your generation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I
Hallelujah. While we were dead in sin, Christ loved us and He died for us. Hallelujah. We love Him because He first loved us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has been so gracious to us. He has given us minds to understand and hearts to love Him. Hallelujah. Because of that, we love Him. He has given us the faith to love Him. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Oh, the love that starts me. Oh, the blood that bought me. Oh, the grace that brought me to the fold. Wondrous grace that brought me to the fold.
one more time. When Jesus washes us, there's no stain, hallelujah. Nothing remaining there. He wipes away our past, hallelujah. He wipes away every sin. He wipes away every sin. He wipes the conscience clean, hallelujah. He wipes our bodies clean, hallelujah. He wipes the minds clean, hallelujah.
ask of Jesus is available for the church of God. Hallelujah. I shall be healed at the sound of the voice. I shall be healed at the sound of healing. I shall be healed at the sound of the voice. At the sound of the voice. At the sound of your voice. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible for you, for you, oh Jesus. Nothing is impossible for you, for you, oh Jesus. Nothing is impossible for you. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Hallelujah. Nothing. Hallelujah, 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 yes, nothing is impossible for you, for you, Jesus, I believe, I believe, I believe, yes, I believe,
Every 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In this month of August, tell the Lord, Lord, I commit myself to your word. I commit myself to your word. Lord, I'm going to give myself to meditating your word. Hallelujah. My meditation of him shall be sweet, which is my meditation of his word shall be sweet. Hallelujah. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. When we meditate on the word of God, we are meditating on God himself. Hallelujah. If you need God to empower your mind, if you want your mind to become stronger than the weapons of the enemy, you must equip your mind with the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. 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 Fill your mind with the word of God. Hallelujah. Meditate on the words of the Lord. Lord, this month I'm going to stay in your word. Hallelujah. I'm going to stay in your word. Hallelujah. I'm going to stay in your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to take away everything that is crowding my time with you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is high time that you clean your garden of all the weeds that are there. Take away everything that is crowding your time with Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't let the enemy take away the portion that can never be taken away unless you forfeit it. Hallelujah. Mary went out to the portion that will never be taken away. And she got it. She got it. Hallelujah. Jesus said, narrow is the way and few will find it. Oh, but they find it. Hallelujah. There are few who will find it. Oh, they find it. Hallelujah. Be among the few who find it. Hallelujah. Be a true seeker, not a seeker, but a true seeker. Hallelujah. Don't be among any seeker. Be among the true seekers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Meditate on His word day and night. Hallelujah. Meditate on His word day and night. Hallelujah. When I arise. When I arise. Let me see. Let me serve you, Lord. Let me serve you, Jesus. 
I don't want to be any human being that would say, oh, I love Jesus. But God says, show it, let me see how much you love me. I should be able to show it when he looks at me. When his eyes are going to and fro upon the face of the earth, looking to see whose hearts are loyal towards him. Let me be found by you, Lord. Faithful and true to you. Holy, devoted to you. Let me be found by you, found by you, Lord. The eyes of the Lord. The eyes of the Lord. Let me be found by the eyes on the face of the earth God's heart was so great oh no I found favor in the eyes of the Lord hallelujah when God's eyes are going to and fro on the earth and say who can I depend on who will be loyal to me who will truly truly keep my word who will be true to my word let me be found by the eyes of the Hallelujah. Jesus. 
Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus was about his father's business. What are you about every single day? What are you worrying about? What is occupying your mind? What is occupying your time? How are you using your time? God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. Are you about your father's business? What are you doing with your hours, with your moments, with your weeks and with your months? Hallelujah. It's only Sunday in the Lord's day and the rest of the week. God is not even there or he's somewhere in the corner. If he is not the center of your life, he is not there, period. He is not a God who will settle for something less. Hallelujah. Oh, take the whole world, but give me Jesus. Oh, take the whole world, but give me Jesus. Oh, take the whole world, but give me Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Sing it only if you need it. Sing with meaning from the depth of your heart. Oh, take the whole world, but give me Jesus. Oh, take the whole world, but give me Jesus. Oh, oh take the whole world, but give Yes. 
God wants to lead us into a deeper commitment today. On this first day of this new month, God is asking me this question. The man, the merchant, who found the most expensive pearl, he said, oh, I know the worth of this. I know the worth of this. Therefore, I'm going to go and sell everything I have so that I can buy this pearl of great price. Hallelujah. If you would only understand the worth of your soul and the worth of the kingdom of God and the worth of God's purpose for you in this life, which is linked to eternal life, that means the place where you're going to live forevermore. Hallelujah. And what you do in this world, your works will follow you according to Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation. You will not waste your time, not even a second. Hallelujah. Because our moments and our days go by so fast. Hallelujah. This is what the Holy Spirit is showing me. Human beings are like people who are in front of a place where you deposit your most valuable things, money. You are in front of a big savings box where you can put your money in there or you can stand in front of a river and drop all your money in there which goes all the way to the bottom and it's gone for good and you end up with nothing with tears because the king comes to ask what did you do with what I gave all that I have and all that I am is because of him and from him and it has to be directed to him through him hallelujah so whatever God has given into our hands we need to put it into that bank which is called the kingdom of heaven. Our time must be invested into the kingdom of God, into His Word. As you do it, there's a divine multiplication that takes place in that bank where your time is multiplied by God. Where God invests into you while you invest your time into Him, He invests His power into you. He makes you effective so that you can be of greater usefulness or of great usefulness to His kingdom. Hallelujah. And your savings for eternity will grow. It grows. So does your box. It expands and it expands and it expands. As you spend time in the presence of God, God pours into you. You expand in His knowledge. You expand in His power. As a result of that, you're able to invest more into His kingdom, into His presence. Hallelujah. But you need to have a vision of what happens when you invest your time in the presence of God. When you make it your main business to sit at the feet of Jesus. Mary had the vision. Hallelujah. Martha did not. Mary had the vision. 
of sitting at the feet of Jesus and gaining something eternal from him. Hallelujah. Martha did not. Martha was into doing and Mary was into being. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is speaking to you at this hour. In this month of August, God wants to lead you into deeper commitment, not just any commitment, but a deeper commitment with the Most High God. God says, you have tasted me, you've seen that I'm good. Now, do you want to go deeper with me? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Do you want to go deeper with me? God is asking you today. If you want to go deeper with me, you need to spend time with me. This month is a month where God wants to pour into you. But you must be at a position where you can receive from Him. That means you have to lay aside everything. Lay aside everything. Lay aside everything that keeps you from drawing near to the King of Kings. You must lay aside everything. You must lay aside everything. Hallelujah. Only then. Only then God will pour into you. Hallelujah. Look at your time. Look at your day. If you're just renting during your day. Change the way you live. Tell the Lord. Lord I'm going to come. Run into you. I'm going to sit at your feet. I'm going to immerse myself in your word. Immersing yourself in your word. Is immersing yourself into Jesus himself. Hallelujah. Immersing yourself in the presence of God. Is immersing yourself into the spirit of God. The river of God himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want to receive from God. You should be willing to give to God. Give your time to God. Give your body to God. Give your brain to God. Give your eyes to God. Give your mouth to God. Give your hands to God. Give your feet to God. And see what God will do with your body, with your time, with you. Hallelujah. He will change you. He will change you into a vessel that He wants you to be. And He will fill you. And then He will use you. Hallelujah. This month of August, tell the Lord, Enough of running around, Father. I'm going to sit at your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will sit at your feet. Oh Lord. I will wait for you to speak. Oh Lord. I will listen to
Hallelujah. 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 This is the point where God wants to meet with you. He's asking you this. Are you willing to sit at my feet? Are you willing to give yourself to the word of God? I want to meet with you. I want to do something special in you. I want to invest something substantial in you. Something that can never be taken away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In that woman with the issue of blood. Receive such a tremendous healing just by touching the hem of the garment of Jesus Christ. Imagine what can happen to you when you just sit at his feet. Hallelujah. When you hear his words of life, all will be well with you. Hallelujah. All will be well with me. Hallelujah. Because he is life himself. Hallelujah. His one word is enough. Every word that he speaks to us will impart life. Hallelujah. Give yourself to the word of God. Tell the Lord, I'm going to discipline myself, oh Lord, in this month of August. Beginning today, I'm going to discipline myself. Tell yourself, I'm going to discipline myself. I'm going to do everything it takes, oh Lord, to give myself to your word, which is to give myself to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And see what God will do with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for ministering to our spirits, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord, for touching us, O oh Lord, at this hour. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray that you will continue to minister to our hearts. Give us eyes to see, ears to hear. Help us to be like the wise merchant. Help us to be like those wise virgins. Help us to be like the wise man. It takes time. It takes effort. Takes wisdom. Help us to have your wisdom. Help us to do what we need to do to be diligent, O oh Lord, to seek you, your kingdom, first. To keep you in our lives all the time. Or to give ourselves over to your word in this month of August, O oh Father. As a church, we commit this month of August into your hands at this hour. We commit ourselves, O oh Lord, into your hands at this hour. And we pray as a church, Lord, take our moments and our days. Let it be filled with endless praise. Oh, Heavenly Father, keep us in the center of your perfect will. Immerse us in your presence. Immerse us in your word. We give ourselves to your word, O oh Lord. We say we make time for you, Jesus. And we know you will be there to meet with us. Hallelujah. And we know you never come empty-handed. And we know that we will never leave empty-headed. We thank you, Father. And we thank you for your faithfulness. And so knowing who you are, knowing the worth of your word, knowing the worth of our soul, knowing the worth of eternity, Lord, we choose to be wise, to go after the King of kings and the Lord of lords, to go after his word. Hallelujah. We make the choice to be among the few who would find it, hallelujah. Find the most precious pearl, hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We don't want to be like people who see the word of eternal life, who see the word of eternity, who see how precious this most costly pearl is. But be foolish not to give up the rest of things in order to gain this. 
like the rich young ruler. We don't want to follow the tragic path of that rich young ruler. Who did not have the wisdom to choose Jesus. Who did not have the wisdom to lay aside everything to follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we follow you. We will follow you. In this month of August, we will lay aside everything that will keep us from drawing near to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. We give ourselves over to a deeper walk with the living God. Do a deeper work of sanctification in our lives, O oh Lord. And I pray that your image be formed even more in each one of us, O oh Father. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Greetings to everyone in the precious name of Jesus. Praise God. Uh, we have first time visitors and guests among us and I got to know um, Bethany from Middletown and we have along with her colleagues. So we welcome you in Jesus name. May God bless you abundantly. Praise the Lord. Praise God. The announcement for this week. Um, we have fasting prayer since this day one. So uh, one to eight we have fasting prayer. So in the evening, every day of the week, we will meet on Ring Central in the evening at 6 p.m. So Monday through Saturday, we have uh, the meeting on Ring Central at 6 p.m. And uh, morning call, we, as usual, we have in the morning at 5.45 a.m. Um, and then Saturday morning, it's the meeting for the moms at 8 in the morning. At 9.30, it's for the kids. Uh, age 9 to 15, and at morning 11, it's for the age 3 to 8, Saturday morning. So, um, praise God for these meetings that we have. Amen. Now, this is the time to give to the Lord.
Father, we thank you, Lord, for giving us this privilege to bring our tithes and offerings to the Most High God. Lord, you want us first. You want our hearts first. You want our minds first. You've called us to present our bodies as living sacrifices to you. Holy, acceptable to the Lord, which is a reasonable service. And Lord, so we present our bodies to you at this hour. Father, along with our tithes and offerings, we give ourselves wholly to you, Jesus. And I ask you, Lord, at this hour, that you will sanctify our giving. Sanctify us in the name of Jesus. Let our giving be pleasing to you, Father. Lord, it's your mercy and it's your grace that you even consider receiving from our hands. And you've given us a privilege, Lord, to give a small portion, a small portion, Lord, unto you. Oh, Father, we can never outgive you, Jesus. You've given your everything to us, Father. And as we bring our tithes and offerings to you, Father, we bring ourselves along with it. We ask you, Lord, that you'll receive us. And you receive our tithes and offerings, O oh Lord. Sanctify it. Oh, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Oh, as a church, O oh Lord Jesus, we lift up the tithes and offerings to you, O oh Father. And we give it to you, O oh Lord. Sanctify it. And you receive it, O oh Lord. Let it arise to your throne a sweet-smelling savor at this hour in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I pray that you will multiply it. And I pray that you will use it for the extension of your kingdom. And I pray, Lord, that you will multiply it to each one of us who gave, O oh Lord Jesus. I pray that you will bless our hands, bless our bodies, bless our Lord finances, bless our families, bless every part of our being, O oh Lord Jesus, so that, Lord, we may please you even more, Lord, by living a holy life, O oh Lord, that whatever we do to you may be pleasing to you, including our giving. Let it be pleasing to you. Let our giving at this time be as able sacrifice, O oh Lord, not as Cain's offering, but as Abel's offering, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. So I pray that you will receive it, O oh Lord. Humbly we give it to you, Jesus. Receive our tithes and offering. Lord, and receive ourselves, O oh Lord, at this hour. And bless us, O oh Lord, so that we can be a, a greater blessing to you. And we thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Praise be to God. The Lord just gave the word a uh, couple of minutes ago, right, when Elizabeth was singing the song. So we're just going to open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. And we are going to read from verse 17. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 17. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Father, I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. I take victory in Jesus' name. Every demonic spirit of distraction, every evil spirit that is trying to stop your people from receiving what God has for them, I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Every demonic spirit of pain, every evil spirit of destruction of the mind, every evil spirit that is, Lord, trying to take away, rob what belongs to your people. I curse those spirits of theft in Jesus' name. I curse those spirits of destruction in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let your word be received by your people in an unhindered manner. And then let your word be given to your people in an unhindered manner. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask for the warm oil of the Holy Spirit to be poured into every ear, O Father. Circumcise every heart, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Break every chain right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every high place of the enemy be broken down in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I come against all the powers of darkness, every demonic spirit that tries to trample the word of God. I curse those in Jesus' name and I bring them under the subjection of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and I render them powerless at the foot of the cross. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, do something eternal in the lives of the people. Do something special in the lives of the people. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every bondage be broken in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against every body pain in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every pain in the joint, I come against you in Jesus' name. I come against joint pain in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you have joint pain, receive your healing right now in Jesus' name. Especially, God is showing me pain in your elbows. If you have pain in your elbows, Jesus is touching you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, according to the power and authority given to you by the Almighty God, I curse this pain in the elbow in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You pain in the elbow, I command you leave God's people right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, every form of pain, every form of joint pain, I command you leave God's people right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. May the fresh breath of the Holy Spirit fall upon your people. May the fresh breath of the Holy Spirit fall upon your people. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may the fresh breath of the Holy Spirit, fresh breath of the Holy Spirit fall upon your people in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every heart become receptive right now. Every mind become receptive right now. Every spirit become receptive right now to the voice of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Every hindrance be broken in Jesus' name. Let your kingdom come. Father, let your kingdom come. Father, let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. In every heart. 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 Let your kingdom come. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let darkness flee in Jesus' name. And I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 17 on verse. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Very, very important scripture portion. Verse 17, by faith, if you want to underline, if you're taking notes, circle the part or write the part, faith. By faith, what did Abraham do? Abraham did something that most people wouldn't do. Abraham offered up Isaac when? When a test was given. Know this, in your life and in my life, during very seasons, we will be tested. What will be tested? Our faith will be tested. Your faith will be tested. My faith will be tested. Our faith will be put to the furnace. Our faith is us. 
we will be put to the furnace. When we are put to the furnace, you know what's inside is what is going to show up at that time. That is why it is so important for us to store up the Word of God in our hearts. If the Word is inside, whatever it is, when we go through that path, the Word will show through. The Word will come out. The Word will obtain the victory. The Word will come forth. The goal that is in us is not our soul. The goal that is in us is not us. The goal that is in us is the precious faith that God put in our heart. He's the gold. He puts us, He puts in us His gold, which is precious faith, His faith. God has given to each one of us a measure of whose faith? God's faith. So with that faith, when you are born again in the kingdom of God, His faith has been transferred into you, into me. And that faith has been deposited. Now that faith has to grow to become what God wants us to be and that faith will be put to test. There's no faith that will be given by God and we just said, well, it's been put into me and now thank God I have this faith and somehow I'll reach heaven. It's not going to happen like that. This faith will be put to test. Your faith will be put to test. My faith will be put to test. The faith that God has put in me has to really become solid faith. When it's put to test, it has to come forth as pure gold. That means that faith will be purified even more and it will become greater faith. That's why when the disciples came to Jesus and said, Lord, increase our faith. Jesus said, well, your faith shall be increased. Go home. And then all of a sudden his faith grew. No. Jesus never said, your faith shall be increased. No. He said, Whatever you have, mustn't see faith. He said, put that to work. When you put that to work, that means when you believe God with all your heart for what God has given to you with the faith that God has given to you, what's going to happen? That faith is going to grow. There's going to be an increase because God gives that increase. As we take what God has given and we put to use, there is an increase. And God says, as we listen to the word of God, give ourselves to the word of God as God said, this month, just tell yourself, Lord, I'm going to do something about my time. I'm going to do something about my mind. I'm going to do something about the way I'm living. I'm going to change, Lord. I'm going to do something different so that I give myself to the word of God. Abraham was put to test, you know when? Not when he began his journey with God. When he was well into his journey, God brought him to the ultimate test. Ultimate test. Now this test is the ultimate test of Abraham's faith. There were many tests in the middle, in the beginning. Little test, bigger test, bigger test. It's like you have the kindergarten test, you have first grade test, you have eighth grade test, you have tenth grade test, then you have college level test, and you have different kinds of tests as you pass from one level to another. The key is you must pass from one level to the other. And you know who is our helper? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our helper. When He takes us through the fire, you know what He said? I will be with you. Through the river, He said, I will be with you. It's not going to go over you. That means what? I need to keep my eyes on Jesus. He will cause us to walk on water or He will open the river for us. Or He can transport us. Like how he transported Philip from one place to another. Or he can give you a piece of wood like he gave to Apostle Paul and cause you to go from one place to another. Bottom line is, you will not drown in the river. You will not sink in the river. You will accomplish the will of God. So in order for you to become what God wants you to be, which is either to walk through the Red Sea, cause the Red Sea to open up, or 
to cause that river Jordan to open, like Moses, when he cried out to the Lord, the Lord said, stretch out your rod, Moses. When it was Elijah, he took his mantle and he hit that river. That's how the Spirit of God led him, the anointing of God. When it was Elisha's turn to cross over the Jordan, he took Elijah's mantle and he said, where is the God of Elijah? And he struck that water, the river, parted. When Jesus came on the Sea of Galilee, he didn't go and say, oh, part this, Sea of Galilee, and he just didn't walk on dry ground. No, he actually walked on water. The bottom line is, they all crossed over in different ways, the way that God had ordained them to go through. And when it came to Apostle Paul, he had faith in God to grab hold of that little piece of wood. To sail through that cold water to swim and come to the other side. It takes faith. So whatever your situation is, every single person, God will lead you in a very unique way to go from point A to point B when your faith is put to test. Each one of our faith will be put to test in our Christian journey. Now, we must be people who will pass the test. Abraham's faith was put to test in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 17 you read he was tested not tempted because God will not tempt anyone God's word says he was tested testing is for something good only Satan tempts people because his goal is to make them fall but God's goal is not to make you fall God's goal is to promote you, to elevate you from one place to another. His goal is to bless you. So at the end of the test, there's a promotion. At the end of the test, there's an exaltation. At the end of the test, God increases your capacity to receive from Him. God increases your capacity to serve Him. Because He says, you know what? You're faithful in the little that I gave you. And I'm going to make you a ruler over many things. So from being someone who can carry 5 pounds, you are suddenly able to carry 20 pounds. How did that happen? Because God increased your capacity. Then when you're faithful in the 20 pounds, God says, you know, I can add more bags to you, 50 pounds. He increases your capacity to carry. God did that with Abraham. As long as Abraham had his eyes on God, God increased him. Now there was a place where he listened to his wife and he failed the test. As a result of that, we see Hagar and Ishmael in his life. It became an eternal sorrow. So it's important for us to understand when we take the test, our tests will either promote us or our tests will birth sorrow if we fail the test. It's important. Never take the things of God lightly. When you go through a path, when you keep your eyes on Jesus, there's glory. When you take your eyes off of Jesus and keep your eyes on the problem, what happens? All of a sudden your ground begins to shake. All of a sudden your sea begins to become overwhelmingly greater where is about to immerse you in that river. All of a sudden your problem becomes too much to bear. All of a sudden Christian walk becomes impossible. All of a sudden the things of the world becomes attractive. What happened? You took your eyes off of Jesus. If you take your eyes off of Jesus, let me tell you this. The pull of the enemy will suddenly become stronger because he is a deceiver. Just like how God has power, Satan has powers too. But God's power is greater, way greater than Satan's power. But we can never underestimate the powers of darkness. That's why God says in His Word, Be vigilant, be watchful, be sober for your adversary. Your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion 
seeking whom he may devour. And the Bible also says, even if it's possible, if it's possible, Satan says, I want to even pull down the elect of God. We must be very careful because the coming of the Lord is very near. Satan is going after God's people. He's going after God's family. He's going after people who just give their hearts to Jesus and say, Lord, I want you. He says, oh, now I have to see how I can bring this person down. But Jesus said this. In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome this world. Because of his victory, he has given us victory 24-7. Because of God's victory, God says, I've made you more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. His seed is in you. His seed is in me. That means the potential to win, the potential to overcome, the potential to do great things for the Almighty God has been deposited inside of you and inside of me. It is important now to water that through the Holy Spirit. It's important now to nurture that by obeying the Word of God. You can take a very good seed, mango seed or even tomato seed, and you can put it and just completely forget about it. It's not going to grow on its own. A weed will <laughs> grow on its own. But a good tree needs care. A weed will just grow everywhere and it will choke the good plant. But a good plant needs care. A gardener must be a responsible man or responsible woman in order to grow the plant to bear fruit. Make it bear fruit. If you want to harvest, if you want to really see. If you had gardens, you know, even if it's a little tomato plant. When you get that first tomato, when you see those little tomatoes come, you know how happy you are? You're so happy. Some people will take pictures and put it on Facebook. Some people will text it. Hey, look what happened in my garden or in my backyard. Look at my windowsill. Whatever it is. You're so happy. Why? Because it's the fruit of your labor. What you were doing all this time, all of a sudden you're seeing the fruit of your labor. Imagine how God will feel when He sees you bear fruit. He's so happy because it's the fruit of His labor. Jesus died at the cross of Calvary. Not because He just wants us to come and fill a pew. No. Because he wants to bear much fruit. He says, you know, I want you to go out. And he told his disciples, I sent you as sheep in the midst of wolves. Why? Just go and show everybody, hey, I'm a sheep and you're a wolf. No. There is a purpose. There's a purpose for your call. There's a purpose for why God called you out of darkness into light. You know what? He wants you to affect people who are in darkness. Bring them out of darkness. Bring them out of darkness. Tell the Lord, Lord, if I'm just sitting and doing nothing. Lord, if I'm just sitting and if I'm not being effective, if I'm not able to pull people out of darkness, oh God, change me. We need that. We need to tell the Lord, I have to be effective. If you look at a strong magnet and you put a little pin to it, you know what happens? It holds on to the magnet or the magnet pulls it. The pin sticks. And then you put another pin to it, you know what happens? That sticks to the pin. Now, the, the second pin doesn't have any contact with the magnet directly. But you know what? Indirectly it has that contact. You become a powerhouse for the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have that contact with Jesus Christ. Through you, God can draw many people like the many worn little pins that come. They get drawn to the Savior by His power, His life, His love, His purity, His holiness, His humility. The fruit of the Spirit showing through you so clearly. 
in an unmistakable manner. That's how a real believer has to be, supposed to be, will be. Jesus said, I am the one, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you. These two are inseparable. Abiding in Christ is abiding in the word of God. These two are inseparable. If you abide in Christ and His words abide in you, the byproduct is you will be useful. You will bear much fruit. And He says, if you're going to be bearing fruit, then what God will do, He says, He's going to look at that, that branch that bears much fruit. And He says, I'm going to prune it so it bears even more fruit. God's goal for you, God's goal for me, is to do great things for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Not just be there, but to be His hands and feet, His eyes, His ears, whatever God wants us to be. God wants to grow us into what He wants us to become. So Abraham, by faith, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. What did Abraham do? When he was tested, when the test came, he offered up Isaac. Let's read verse 17 again. Abraham offered up Isaac when he was tested. Let me just go there. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. How did he offer up Isaac? Having the promise that he received from God right before him. It is important when you go through a trial, a test, to keep the promise of God in front of you. You are never going to fall. You're never going to fail the test. You're going to pass the test if you keep the promise of God right before you. Because God is capable of fulfilling His promise. If God has spoken something to you, He will bring it to pass. Most important thing is it should be God who has spoken. We can't just think something in our head and think that, oh, you know, this is going to happen because the thought came to me. We need to be sure that God has promised me this. Once you know God has promised, then you know that He is faithful to fulfill what God has spoken to you. So no matter what you go through, no matter what a difficult path it may be, a testing, sudden testing. In that testing, what God is looking for is, how much are you going to trust me? How much are you going to believe in me? How much are you going to hold on to me? When we hold on to God, like Apostle Paul, the little piece of wood, he was able to come through the other side. He was able to come through the other side victoriously and fulfill the call of God. That's why at the end of his life, he was able to say, I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished my race. Hence, that means because of that, the crown of righteousness has been laid up for me. For Apostle Paul. For each one of us, there's a crown that is there. But it has to be given to us. It's like this. You know, when you go for a competition, in the competition, whoever holds that competition, say it's, if it's a running race or, you know, whatever race it is, or chess competition, whatever, tournament, they'll have a medal, right? They'll have a runner's cup, they'll have a winner's cup, and they have the cup already assigned. But whoever wins, that person is going to get that cup. But the cup is reserved. Anyone who wins can get that. Anyone. In our life, in Christian life, 
We're not competing with anyone, but we are called to run the race steadily, looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. At the end of the race, we have a crown waiting for us. Not a cup, not a perishable crown, as the Word of God says. It's the imperishable crown of righteousness that God Himself, not Angel Gabriel, God Himself will give it to us and to all those who all overcome. What an awesome privilege that God has given to us, His people. We go through different testings in our life. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be discouraged. When you're going through this, has God given you a promise? If God has given you a promise, He is faithful to bring you through that. And He's faithful to cause the promise to take place. God had given Abraham this promise. Abraham, through Isaac, your seed will become like the stars of the sky and the sand of the shore. Through Isaac, this will happen, Abraham. Now, God has gone into Abraham and it looks like Isaac is going to be dead and gone. Suddenly, something happens to Isaac, which is Isaac has been asked by God to put him on the altar. You don't see Abraham just wailing and weeping like how some movies portray him to be. Say, God, I can't do this. I don't know how. And he just huffs and puffs and then he, you know, takes Isaac from Hall to Mount Moriah and he doesn't know how to. And he puts him on the altar. He binds him and he says, Oh, I can't do this. How am I going to do this? And somehow he, like shaking his hand and he lifts his nose. Abraham was a man of faith according to the Bible. He was not a man without a heart. He had a heart of love. He loved his son. That's why God says, Your only son, Isaac, the son whom you really love. Abraham loved him so much. But he knew whom he believed. The Bible says he knew. God said in Isaac, that means nothing is going to happen to Isaac. Even if something happens, Isaac will be back. We need to have such kind of faith. Adamant faith, strong faith. Faith that will persevere to the very end. Say, even if I don't understand, even if everything looks dark, I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus and I'm going to hold on to His Word. It's not like an, a positive attitude where we say that, oh, I'm just going to uh, believe, just simply believe all things will work well. No. If you simply believe all things will work well, most likely it won't work well. Our faith must be placed upon God. Not simply believe that it will turn out. No. Our faith is in God Almighty who is able to make the impossible possible. Who is able to call into existence that which is not there as though they were. Who is able to make something out of nothing. Our faith is in Him. Now knowing that He is able to do this. I keep my faith upon His word. Upon what He has promised. And that's why Abraham won this test. He believed in God who promised him about Isaac. God promised him that in Isaac this is what is going to happen. And he said I believe what God said. He told me that I was going to have a son and even though it took long and I had to pass the test I failed and it took a little longer and I had to take the test again. But you know what? I passed. How many of you can say that? I failed one time. But the second test Sometimes, second is all that you fail. Do you know what? Our God is so good. He gives you a third opportunity. Because He wants you to succeed. 
God is the best father, a father that you've never seen on earth. He wants you to succeed. He gives you everything you need to succeed. He is with you to make sure that you succeed. You just need to keep your eyes on Him. You just need to say, God, no matter what it is, I am not going to let you go. I'm not going to take my eyes off the Word of God. If you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask, about all that I ask for, imagine. If you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask for, imagine. Then I am not going to look at my circumstance. I'm not going to lose heart. I'm not going to lose faith. I'm not going to take my eyes off you and look at my circumstance. No matter what happens, I'm going to keep my eyes fixed on you, Jesus. The author, the finisher of our faith. Even if I have five loaves and two fish, I'm going to look at you because you're able to multiply, multiply, multiply because you're the God of multiplication. Hallelujah. Don't go by what you see. Abraham did not go by what he saw. Yes, God took him through the test. But while he was taking him through the test, his eyes were like this, upon God. His eyes were upon God. But the Bible says, He leads the blind by the way that they do not know. He turns darkness into light. Makes all the rough places smooth. So what's there? Darkness is there. Blindness is there. Rough places are there. All these things we all have in our lives. But our God, when He leads us, have you seen someone leading the blind? They don't know where they're going. And, and someone says, I'll take you. You hold the hand of the blind person. The blind person will just go like that. They're not going to say, well, are you sure you're making a right turn? Is it right or left? No. Because the blind is being taken by the way that they don't know. If it's a familiar path, path that the blind has been going, if you take it a different way, they say, where are you taking me? But it's an unfamiliar path, so it's even more difficult to see. So it's an unfamiliar path. It's a dark path. And the person is blind. It's a rough path. But God says, when I am with you, I will be your sight. I will turn your darkness into light. Your crooked path, I'll make it straight. These are the things I will do for you and will not forsake you. Now, are we believing this word of God? No matter what we see, no matter how dark it may appear, no matter how blind we may be, say, God, I can't see. I don't see light at the end of the tunnel. I don't. But if we keep our eyes on Jesus, suddenly hope arises from within. Suddenly we begin to see the way that God sees. He is able. That's what happened to Abraham. His eyes were fixed on God Almighty. So no matter how difficult it may appear, no matter how opposite everything may look, he didn't say, oh, well, I only have one child and God is asking this one child and how is this promise going to happen? Don't do your calculations for God. Let God be God in your life. Don't try to figure out for God and say, I want to help God. No, we need His help. We need God's help. If we are able to believe like how God believes that He wants to work in our lives, God can do significant things in your life. Your water will turn into wine. Your emptiness will be filled with the overflowing. There's the Word of God. God is giving to you this hour. In this month of August, if you give yourself over to the Lord and say, Lord, I will sit at your feet. Lord, I'm going to reprioritize my life. Lord, your word is going to become my everything. Jesus, I'm going to put you first in my life. Lord, I'm going to believe even if I don't understand, even if I cannot see, even if everything looks dead and gone. I believe in the one who is able to raise the dead. I believe in the one who makes the impossible possible. I believe in the one who brings something out of nothing. I believe in you, Lord Jesus. Let me tell you, God will do wonders in your life. 
Because he is a wonder-working God. God is a wonder-working God. I'm going to finish in a few minutes if the Spirit of the Lord wants me to bear. We're going to read this one more time. By faith, by faith, in who? In the faithfulness of God Almighty. Abraham offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises. I want to underline the word receive. It's not that, oh, I heard it. It's like how Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. That means it's not just, I'm just listening. No. Something happens. When I hear, it goes right into my spirit. It becomes one with my spirit. That means I become a doer of what I'm hearing. That's when you're really having listening ears. Abraham, when he received his promise, that means whatever God said, he really got it and he went straight into him. And he held on to it. There were two people in the Bible who came to Joseph with a dream. The baker and the butler. The baker's dream was this. He had a lot of bread. He had the bread upon his head and he was going. The birds of the air came and took everything. It ate the bread that was up there because it was not secure. It was not closed. We can be like that. We can know the word. We can say, oh, I know the Bible. I know the story. I know Isaac's story. I know Abraham's story. I know Lazarus' story. Hey, tell me all the stories in the Bible. I know. You ask me this parable. I said, if you give me a quiz, I'll take hundred in the Bible. Doesn't matter. We can be a big fat zero spiritually on the inside if there's no connection between us and God Almighty. Receiving something is an eternal deposit where it goes inside and it's sealed and it's closed. That's what happened to Abraham. When he received the promise, it just became one with him. May God's word become one with your spirit. That nothing, no situation, no one, no demon, no human, no situation can shake you out of that word of God. You become like that immovable rock and like that house, the winds pounded, the waves beat upon that house. But you know what? The house just stood firm because the foundation was Christ himself. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Abraham, by faith in God, having received, that means taken, that promise was just gone deep into him, taken deep into his spirit. He just became one with that promise. Nothing, no one can shake him from the promise for him. Isaac there, Isaac not there. Isaac through Isaac is what God said. That means Isaac will be there. That's all. Even if God himself came and said, Oh, you're going to give Isaac to me. And that's it. You're going to offer him as a sacrifice. He said, I know what you told me, God. I know you too well. You're going to do something somehow. Because you promised me. That promise was received by him. Not just up here. But it went here. No devil, no evil spirit was able to take those promises away. Many people are like the baker. Everything is up here. When God's word is given, it's not inside and it's not locked. It's not sealed. When they receive a prophecy, when they receive God's word, concrete prophecies for their lives, it's up here. Oh, okay. It's good. I feel happy. And that's about it. No, no, no. It's not about how you feel and how happy you feel. It's about how you really believe it and how you receive it. Have you received the word of God? If you've received the word of God, then you will pass your test as Abraham did. Abraham received the promises and because of that he offered up Isaac, his only begotten son, knowing that God is able to raise him up from the dead. What is your 
one impossible situation in your life? What is your two impossible situations in your life? What are your three impossible situations in your life? You may have many impossible situations in your life. Many, many, many impossible situations in your life. What do you think when you look at them? Some of you may think that there's no hope in this area. This person will always be like this. I tried so many times. Oh, my financial situation is always going to be like this. My child is always going to be like this. Oh, my medical situation is always going to be like this. Let me tell you, we serve a risen Savior who broke open the grave when He came out. Pilate's seal couldn't stop my Jesus from coming out because His word was prophesied about Him that on the third day, He will rise again from the dead and according to what promise He received, He came from the dead. Whatever promise that God has spoken to you will come to pass if you keep your eyes on the promise giver. And if you're faithful to God in holding on to the word of God, not just hop around the blessing, but stay with the blessing. Not just go after the blessing like how Jacob did being a deceiver, but to go after the blesser like how Jacob did when he was changed. God changed his name from Jacob to Israel. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. God has called you for something unique. God has called you for something great. God has called you with a purpose. God has called you to bear much fruit. God has called you for something special. God has called you for something glorious. God has called you not for just one person. It could be a season, one person. But that's not your ultimate call. That's not God's ultimate plan. Because the world is large. Many people are broken. Many people are lost. God is looking for people who can reach many, 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 many hundreds and thousands of people. If He said, you will do the same thing and even more. God is looking for people who will do more. But are you willing to believe the Word of God? Have you received the promises of God? Have you received the promises of God? When you are taken through the test, are you like Abraham who will offer up what God is asking you to in order to see your Isaac produce a generation like the stars in the sky and the sand of the shore? What is your impossible situation? What is your impossible situation? What is your impossible situation? Ask yourself this question. You can say, well, I don't even need to ask myself. I know what my impossible situation is. It is just there. If it is there, take that and place it right next to the God of the impossible. Is He able to raise the dead? Is He able to open blind eyes? Is He able to set the captives free? Is He able to make your impossible thing possible? Is He able to turn your situation around? Is He able to change you? Is He able to change your loved ones? He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or imagine. According to the power that works within us. I want to finish with this. The proportion is according to God's power working in you. That's where the multiplication is. That's where the math is. The more you let the power of God work through you, the more exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or imagine will take place. According to the power that works in you. It's like a, it's like a faucet. You have a faucet with a little bit of water. That's how much water you get. If you think that drop by drop, I will stand there for like half an hour to get a cup full, you'll be standing there. But if you have a faucet that is more forceful and you have a big pot, you can fill that. 
But you want to go to a place where you have a huge waterfall and you want to just experience it, you want to just immerse yourself in there, go for it. God is like that. According to the path that worketh in you. If you just open your heart and open your soul to God and say, Lord, just flood me with your spirit. Flood me with your grace. Flood me with your love. Flood me with new life. Flood me with your power. I want to experience the supernatural side. I just don't want to just sit and call myself a Christian or a believer. Doing nothing about the lost people. Doing nothing about the broken in my life. Doing nothing about my situation. Is my God dead or is he alive? Is the question that I have to ask myself. Is he alive or is he dead? Is your Jesus alive? Simple question, bro. Think it deeply. Is he alive? Is he able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask for? Imagine a lot of people stop right there. Doesn't stop there. That verse doesn't stop there. According to the power that works in you. What is the power? How much is the power at work? How much is God's power at work? What is the proportion? How much have you let the working of the Holy Spirit take place in your life? To what extent is the Holy Spirit working in you? Are we just getting some spiritual high a little bit? We feel good and then we go home and then everything is the same. That means the change that God is looking for is not taking place as it should. God is speaking to our hearts. So this month of August, the promise God has given to us today. A month where God can revolutionize your life. You don't want to be the same. You should say that even if you say that, Lord, I'm growing, you don't want to be the same. Don't want to be a stagnant Christian because God wants you to keep going forward, keep going forward, keep going forward. God wants you to grow and grow and grow and grow in Him. We should never be content with where we are. We should be thankful for God bringing us from point A to point B. But we have a long way to go. We can say, well, I arrived here and so I'm going to just sit over here. That's what happened to Abraham. He said, I'm getting up, Lord, I'm leaving. And he got up and then he pitched his tent in one spot and he just sat there for some time. We want to be people who are moving along the clear stream water of the Holy Spirit. Go from faith to faith, power to power, strength to strength, grace to grace. God wants you to keep growing. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Govern my heart, govern my mind, govern my words and motives and my actions, Lord. Govern my heart, yes, Lord. Govern my heart, govern my mind, govern my words. Cover my heart, yes. Cover my heart. Cover my mind. Cover my words and motives and my actions, Lord. Yes, all of it. 
Of your 
gracias The tribal's child runs at the sound of the voice The tribal's child runs at the mighty army Oh, shall grow 
Jesus Christ of Nazareth, touch the knees of your people, touch the knees of your people. Whoever is having inflammation in the knees, Lord, whoever is having, Lord, Lord, the cartilage is wear and tear in the knees. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, touch right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, touch the knees right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, brand new, brand new cartilage is given at this hour. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse the knee pain in Jesus' name. I curse the knee pain in Jesus' name. I curse the knee pain in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, every wind and tear of the knees be gone in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. As someone who has problems with your eyes, the Spirit of the Lord is touching you at this hour. Oh, receive your healing right now in Jesus' name. Who is having problems with your eyes? In the name of Jesus, God especially showed me dry eyes. If you've been experiencing dry eyes and you're having problems, itching, irritability, and as if something is in your eyes and you're having problems with it, Jesus is touching you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against his dry eyes in Jesus' name. I curse this dry eyes in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I command the eyes to be restored in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the healing virtue of the Lord Jesus Christ, flow upon the eyes in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every wound that has not been healed. There's someone here, that you have a wound and the wound has not been healed. The wound is constantly being infected and you're covering it. It is underneath your clothing that you only know and you're embarrassed about it. God is touching you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the wound that is not healing, that needs healing, in the name of Jesus, I come against that sword, I come against that wound, in the name of Jesus, I curse it in Jesus' name, and I command the wound to be healed in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thank you Heavenly Father, thank you Heavenly Father, thank you Heavenly Father, thank you Holy Spirit, thank you Holy Spirit, thank you Holy Spirit, thank you Holy Spirit, oh I praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, our Creator God, we worship you. Our Healer, we worship you. Our Jehovah Rapha, we worship you. Our Jehovah Jireh, we worship you. Oh, we exalt you. We exalt you. We exalt you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And God is touching somebody's lymph nodes in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The lymph nodes that are not draining properly. The Spirit of God is touching it right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Wherever there's a problem with the lymph nodes that are not draining properly, in the name of Jesus, I command those lymph nodes to drain. I command those lymph nodes to function as God wants it to function right now. In the name of Jesus, every, every demonic spirit that is touching those lymph nodes, I command them to take their hands off right now in Jesus' name. Take their hands off of the people of God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Let the whole earth be filled with the glory. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, drench us in thy river at this hour. Drench us in thy river at this hour. If you're seeking God for a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit, this is your time. If you're seeking God for a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit, this is your time. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Spirit of the living God, touch your people right now. Touch your people right now. Touch your people right now. Take over, take over, take over. Take over every part of their body. Take over every part of the body in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Fill your people with a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit of this hour. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Touch your people. Let there be an overflow. Let there be an overflow. Let there be an overflow. Let there be an 
overflow in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let there be an overflow in the name of Jesus. Every purpose be broken. Every body be broken. Every generation curse be broken in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Receive the touch of the Lord. 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 Raise your hand and receive the touch of the Lord. Raise your hand and receive the touch of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 The Potter, your Maker, is here. Hallelujah. The Potter, your Maker, is here. Hallelujah. The Potter, your Maker, is here. Hallelujah. God Almighty. God Almighty. God Almighty. Oh, we give ourselves over to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, we magnify you. Magnify you. Magnify you. Open your mouth and praise him. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and praise him. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and praise him. Hallelujah. Give God all the glory. 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 Hallelujah. You're worthy of all honor. You're worthy of all praise. You're worthy of all honor. You're worthy of all praise. You're worthy of all honor. You're worthy of all praise. We give it all to you. 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 Thank you for touching our people. 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 Oh, we praise you. Praise you. Praise you. All spirit of living overflow. 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 Open your mouth worship it. Open your mouth worship it. Open your mouth worship it. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord is touching you. The spirit of the Lord is touching you. Open your mouth worship it. 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 Hallelujah. Open your mouth worship it. Hallelujah. Touch a people, touch a people, touch a people, touch a people, touch a people. God is healing somebody from PTSD. God is healing somebody from PTSD. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command every form of trauma in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I command this trauma to leave right now in Jesus' name. I curse this PTSD and I remove it from the life of God's people in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. God is touching someone here who's haunted by guilty conscience. Your heart haunted by guilty conscience. All the time you feel the guilt for the past. God is releasing you from that. In the name of Jesus, I come against every harassing spirit that is harassing God's people with guilty conscience. I curse the evil spirit of the past. I curse it in Jesus' name. I break them free from this PTSD in the name of Jesus. Every form of trauma be gone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for your deliverance. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I can search for all eternity, Lord, and find there is none like you. Hallelujah. I can search for all eternity, Lord, hallelujah, and find there is none like you. No matter where we go, no matter how far we go, looking for love, we can never find a love like the love of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for that love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the healings that you've given. We thank you for the deliverance that you've given. Thank you, Lord, for touching us. Thank you for the fresh fire of the Holy Spirit that you're putting in the hearts of your people. 
May they leave this place, O oh Lord, with the fire of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, do this word. We Lord, work weak, O oh Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. May they take this fire with them, O oh God. Wherever they go, Lord, let the fire send others. O oh Father, I'll blaze for you, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let it become contagious, Lord. Let it become contagious, Lord. Let your workplaces, Lord, in the neighborhood, Lord, in the family, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let it burn in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let it become so contagious, oh God. I pray, oh, let this world see Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We're going to see great things, greater things this month of August. And we give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. God, God and army marching through this land. Hallelujah. Deliverance is their song with healing in their hands. Everlasting joy and gladness in their hearts. In this army, I've got a part. Hallelujah. In this army of the Lord, you've got a part. Hallelujah. In this army of the Lord, we've got a part as God's people. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. As Jesus is our captain, we will follow you, God. We will overcome as how Jesus overcame. And we thank you, Father. Lord, you will give us many more testimonies this week. And we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glorify. 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 May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon us and bless us with His peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all, now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God bless all of you. Have a blessed month. And God willing, we'll hear many more testimonies. God bless all of you. Have a blessed day, rest of the day, blessed week, blessed month. God bless you. Bless all of you. God bless you.